everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. You're very tired. It's been a long day. You just booked trips to uh, flights to Hawaii. Hawaii, for yeah. For our family. It's very stressful. You don't want to get the wrong thing. You don't want to send somebody on the wrong day. You've been working for like eight hours. <laughs> I they had to be the perfect flights. Oh, you did a great job. Thanks. And I can do that for any of you listeners, too. That's right. Let's head on over to the Disney Parks. <laughs> you're done. You're done with my plug. I'm done with your plug. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Um, the Foodie Guide, uh, the part of Disney Eats, is honoring Women's History Month uh, with food. That's right. Women's History Month is being celebrated in the month of March in Disney Parks, and uh, they're celebrating with uh, special food. <laughs> so you can celebrate her story. Okay. And uh, there are dishes inspired by female characters, as well as the women who are culinary masterminds of the Disney Resort. Uh, so there's all sorts of dishes. Uh, if you want to check it out, head on over to the Disney Parks blog and look up the Disney Eats section. Disney is celebrating the Oscars um, throughout Disneyland and the Walt Disney World Resort. That's right. Coming up on, what is it, March 12th is the 95th Academy Awards, and they have some fun photo ops uh, in California over at the Carthay Circle Restaurant. They will have uh, a unique Snow White-inspired Oscar statue uh, photo opportunity from February 27th through March 20th. Uh, and they have, uh, it's the Walt... Uh, it's the Oscar that Walt won with the seven smaller Oscars for the Seven Dwarves. So cool. Uh, that is on loan from the Walt Disney Family Museum. Uh, they are also indulging in some Oscar-worthy treats. So they have some special desserts that are made over at the uh, award wieners uh, in Hollywoodland. Uh, and then over at the Grand Californian Hotel, you can walk the red carpet and snack a pic picture with a larger-than-life Oscar statue. That will be there from February 28th through March 15th. Over in Florida, you can go to Hollywood Studios for some great Oscar-themed treats. And in Disney Springs in early March, you can take a selfie in front of a giant Oscar poster. <laughs> I would just like to say the comparison between what they're doing to celebrate the Oscars in Disneyland versus what they're do doing to celebrate the Oscars in Disney World mm -hmm. are worlds apart. Yes, they are. <laughs> you get some snacks if you go to uh, Disney World. Right. So once again, the 95th Oscars will be seen, uh, will be aired live on ABC on Sunday, March 12th at 8 p.m. The question is, who will you be wearing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably like sweatpants. Yeah, champion. Right. That's all from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Um, there are some new Grogu Disney PhotoPass lenses that are going to be available through March 6th. And that's right. And they're celebrating the release of The Mandalorian, which uh, debuts today, Season 3, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, there are two lenses. Uh, I guess that's what they call them. Uh, one is little Grogu and one is Grogu in his little uh, flying bassinet. <laughs> and uh, those are available through the uh, My Disney Experience app or the Disneyland app or anywhere using Snapchat. Oh, I can do Snapchat with Grogu just like in my living room? Uh, apparently, hmm. yeah. Cool. And that is, uh, that's actually Grogu on your back wielding the force. All right. Disney legend, legend Josh Gad got to live out his longtime dream of becoming a Jungle Cruise skipper. That's right. Whether you know him as the voice of Olaf or as the live-action LeFou in Beauty and the Beast, um, you may uh, know Josh Gad, and he got to live his dream job of being a Jungle Cruise skipper. 
which is something he mentioned during his Disney Legends acceptance speech at the D23 Expo in 2022. Um, the nice thing was his name tag said that he's from Arendelle, <laughs> uh, and he did get to do the whole jungle skip, the jungle skipper spiel, uh, and you can actually check that out on YouTube. Uh, on the Disney Parks I don't, would have liked to have been on that boat. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. The full menus have been released for the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. That's right. California Adventure Food and Wine Festival 2023 will take place from March 3rd through April 25th of this year. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, the full menus have been released. Uh, and I now want an artichoke pizza. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of uh, the a lot of fun names for their kiosks, mm-hmm, which and, we mentioned um, the other day. Yeah, yeah, we did, and I think that's the most fun part of this. Uh, at each one, obviously, the food is themed toward what it says it is. Um, I like nuts about cheese personally. Yeah, that is a fun one. So uh, you can check that out if you're headed to the parks. Um, fun times, good food. Have something good for us. And now that uh, we're done in California, let's head on over to Florida. They have a first look at the Tron theming inside the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company at yeah. the Magic Kingdom. And it's not so much a first look at what they can see, but it's essentially somebody taking pictures from the distance and relaying to you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company is closed and will probably be closed through May. Uh, there are rolling planters blocking access to the entrances, uh, but what people have seen in there are blue and red lights, uh, which are the same color lights of the light cycle run racers. So you're telling me this wasn't really a story? Uh, no, this isn't really a story, but there's uh, orange and blue uh, orange and blue lights and silver gray walls. Uh, those represent the teams that are racing on the grid or in the grid. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get to see what the building looks like in May when it opens. Yes. It's been closed since August. I can't believe it's been closed that long. Wow. Moving over to Epcot, a new Spaceship Earth Spectacle of Lights show has been confirmed for the Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. There will be a new show for the International Flower and Garden Festival 2023. Uh, Starting at sunlight, festival guests can celebrate with a vibrant spectacle of light on Spaceship Earth, set to a fresh and fun new soundtrack. Um, Right now, they are holding the light shows on Spaceship Earth nightly. Uh, they Epcot 40 and regular beacon of magic shows rotate and the uh, Epcot Flower and Garden Festival version will probably ru- be running during the festival, which takes place from today, March 1st through July 5th. I can't wait to go. I know. I like these, the uh, spectacle of light shows that they do. They're kind of neat. Yeah, it was a nice addition to Spaceship Earth. A full list of the topiaries that are going to be featured at the Flower and Garden Festival have been released. That's right. We've kind of been giving them to you piecemeal as they have been coming out. Uh, now the whole list is out. Uh, I think some of the new fun ones are the uh, and is the Encanto set, yes, uh, which include Mirabel, Antonio, uh, Isabella, and Luisa. Uh, we have our standard Mickey, Minnie, and Chipdale and Pluto. Uh, Woody Bo Peep and her sheep. That's at World Nature near the Land Pavilion. Goofy near the World Showcase. Uh, there's a new Tiana topiary over by the American Adventure Pavilion. Uh, we've got Buzz Lightyear near Mission Space. Daisy near the Community Garden. Figment near the Imagination Pavilion. Uh, any other new ones? No, the only new ones were the Tiana and the Encanto. Uh, so the rest are kind of your standard uh, topiaries that we've been seeing for years. Yep. They're cool every time, though. They are. I'd love to have a topiary here, so. They sell the little kits. Do they? Yeah. Who knew? They also list the 
they also released the full list of global gardens, including a new Japan and World Celebration Garden. That's right. The new list of gardens are out. We have a bamboo garden in China, Blossoms of Fragrance at the World Showcase Bridge, Bold Bromeliads at the Land Pavilion, the Bonsai Collection in Japan, the Bouquet Garden in France, Butterfly Landing presented by Advent, Advent Health is in World Nature, uh, the, Chinese, the China Zodiac Garden is in China, the Community Garden at World Celebration, that is new, the Connections Conservatory Garden at the Connections Eatery, the Desert Garden in the Mexico Pavilion, the English Tea Garden uh, presented by Twinnings at the UK Pavilion, Family Friendly Garden presented by Off, uh, Festival Blooms in World Celebration, Floating Gardens by World Nature, uh, and those are in the ponds uh, near the Bridge to the World Showcase, Garden Italiano in Italy, the Honey Bistro hosted by the National Honey Board is at the Rosewalk, Kokodima Garden in Japan, Miniature Garden in Germany, the Prehistoric Garden near World Discovery Mission Space, the Shakespeare Garden near the UK Pavilion, Shishi Odoshi in the Japan Pavilion, that is new, uh, and that is a traditional Japanese bamboo water fountain. Oh, cool. Uh, it's methodical movement and soothing rhythm. Uh, Spice Garden in Morocco, Songbird Meadow pre presented by Wild Birds Unlimited is in World Discovery, the Topiary Heritage Garden in the UK Pavilion, and the Tropical Rainforest Garden near the Mexico Pavilion. I'm very excited. Everybody else, their eyes might be glazing over, but... I love plants. And that's all that matters. The Odyssey Pavilion has been decorated as Citrus Blossom Kitchen for the Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. Goodbye, Figment. Hello, Citrus. Uh, as always, the Odyssey Pavilion is kind of in flux. Uh, they are now the Citrus Blossom uh, Kitchen for the Flower and Garden Festival. They've uh, put all sorts of pictures of citrus and fruit in the windows, uh, including oranges, lemons, and limes with white flowers. And uh, let's see, no word as to what is going to be in there, except they're probably all citrusy related. I would think so. Yeah. And they are. They will have food and <laughs> snacks, including uh, orange bird sippers. You have an orange bird sipper. I do. It's delicious. Where, where is it? I don't know. You've probably thrown it away. <laughs> no, I didn't, but I don't know where it is. The new Disney 100 popcorn bucket is available at Disney World. That's right. The bucket is $13, and for $2.25, you can get the popcorn refilled. Uh, it has the Minnie and Mickey in their 100th anniversary costumes, uh, drawn in the style of the current Mickey and Minnie animated characters. It's just another popcorn bucket. It is. It's not like one of the ones with fancy flaps and lights. And, and you can hold six kernels right. of popcorn. <laughs> Calais River Rapids has reopened over two weeks early. That's right. It is almost three weeks ahead of schedule. Um, so uh, they were closed on January 9th, and it was scheduled to reopen on March 17th. Uh, but it did reopen as of February 27th. So kudos to the team for getting the work done quickly. Awesome. There's some changes that are coming to Drawn to Life, the Cirque du Soleil show at Disney. That's right. Uh, the stilt walkers are gone. Uh, but they have been replaced with a new acrobatic act, additional aerial artists, and a flying guitarist uh, who are now part of the Drawn to Life show by Cirque du Soleil that is performed Wednesday through Sunday at Disney Springs. Uh, they've also announced a spring discount on certain tickets. 
Uh, and that uh, is available at the box office. Let's see, through March 12th, Florida residents will be able to purchase tickets up to 15% off. Those are for performances through May 7th and are category two and three seats. Uh, Floridians may purchase up to eight tickets and must show proof of residency. Disney's newest ship, the Disney Wish, is showing how technologically advanced it is. It's letting you bring your own uh, device TV Oh, my goodness. It's letting you bring your own streaming device for TV with you. That's right. Bring your own device. BYOD Stateroom TV streaming is now visible, is now available. Uh, you can connect to the DCL guest Wi-Fi without having to pay for the Internet package uh, and stream television service right through your uh, own device. That's very cool. So uh, it is pretty cool. Um, and you can access it as long as it is connect as long as it's connected to the DCL guest network. Yeah, I wonder what kind of, is it their programming you well, can Well, you'll access? be able to browse uh, different titles in the Disney on-demand library or watch television. I wonder what kind of regular television it is. And why isn't it just on their TV? Like, why isn't the software just pushed to their TV? That's a good question. It's just a little odd. I don't know but how But now if your kids are in bed and they want to watch something, they can just watch it on their device through the Disney oh, system. Oh, I understand. So they can watch it, like, on their iPad. Right. I was thinking you phone. had to bring, like, a Roku that would plug into something. No. Okay. Thank you for explaining. You're welcome. I'm very confused. In entertainment news, we have a new trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy, which is a new live action remake of Peter Pan, uh, which will be coming to Disney Plus on April 28th. Uh, and uh, Jude Law will be uh, performing as Captain Hook. All right, cool. Now, in sad news, mm -hmm. uh, Disney legend Bernie Mattinson, who you may not know by name, uh, he is... Uh, an animation legend. Okay. And he is Disney's longest serving employee. Oh. He uh, just celebrated 70 years with the company. They've never given out a 70 year oh, award that's cool. before. He began working there, I believe, at age 18, uh, and he passed away at age 87. Maybe he was 17 uh, yeah. when he started. Uh, but he started, I believe, like in the mailroom and worked his way up to uh, an animator. Worked with some of the uh, nine old men who were the classic animators of early Disney. Right. Uh, and was actually consulting uh, with Disney uh, over the past couple of years. So um, uh, that's kind of sad, but uh, 70 years is a long career. Sure is. Moving over to Universal, um, at Islands of Adventure, they have some new classic Halloween decorations that are adorning All Hallows Eve Boutique. That's right. Some of the store has been rearranged, and it is a year-round Halloween store. They have now uh, added a stack of jack-o'-lanterns with a witch's hat on top. So, ooh, it's very spooky. I didn't know they had a year-round uh, Halloween store. Yeah, some places have year-round Christmas stores. Yeah. Universal has a year-round Halloween store. Well, Halloween is huge at Universal. Uh, they also added uh, some, what would you call those, branches with fall leaves, uh, and uh, knickknacks and uh, ghosts, skeletons, pumpkins, and black cats. So very festive in there. At Universal Studios Florida at the E.T. Adventure, the interplanetary passports have debuted with some new designs. That's right. They are a new design, um, and uh, they still work the same, um, but uh, they now have E.T. with the bicycle uh, and a new barcode on the back. Uh, the new design is horizontal, um, and uh, it, it's pretty cool because you use this at the end of the ride, uh, and this is how E.T. greets all of the guests on the way out. Neat. Uh, 
Um, so if you've ever ridden the attraction, you're familiar with the Passport, uh, and this is just a new version. You know, it's uh, it's it's time to update things. That's good that they're still updating it because I know that there was a, there's been talk over and over again about you know ET possibly being removed as an attraction. But I feel like the '80s have made a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with like Stranger Things. Right. Um, I don't know. The '80s are cool again, so maybe it'll be a while before they get rid of ET. This is one of those rides where I think if they tried to get rid of it, as crazy as of a ride as it is, oh, people would freak out. People would freak. But there's a lot of things that. You know, if you got rid of people would freak out. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their favorites. All right. Well, that is all the news. It's a somewhat short show today. And uh, until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.